Okay, people, another episode of Just for Sport. Jamoke Davis here with you on this fine Thursday as we are at the beginning of the PGA Championship down in Kiowa Island, South Carolina. If you're in the golf, it's a big day. PGA Championship. Victor Hovland is the favorite to win it at plus 800. Brooks Kepka right behind him at plus 900. But we are really, of course, talking right now. We're in the NBA playoffs. And boy, what a game it was yesterday. The Los Angeles Lakers and the Golden State Warriors gave us exactly what we wanted. Now, LeBron James definitely has a flair for the dramatics. And those dramatics do include game winners as Skip Bayless said it was a lucky shot yesterday. Of course, he can't help but say that. It was a lucky shot. He made a big three in the clutch. But he also has a flair for the dramatics with the flopping. I mean, the falling on the ground every time he gets hit. And like, oh, Chuck, I'm suffering. It's like he's taken Michael Jordan's flu game to another level. Where every game could be the end. This is it. Oh, I'm in the head. Oh, my ankle. Oh, I'm hurting. Writhing on the floor. That's LeBron for you. You love him. You want to watch him play. And make these game-winning shots. But you also cringe when you see him flopping around. You really do. But it was fun. I actually think this works out best for the Golden State Warriors. Because if they can beat the Grizzlies, they are... Favorite at minus three and a half right now on DraftKings. The Warriors are. The Grizzlies beat the Spurs. So now they have one more chance to make it into the playoffs. But if the Warriors can beat the Grizzlies, I think they have the easier matchup. Now, of course, with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, it's very easy to say, oh, they can beat the Suns. And they could have beat the Jazz too. It's almost unfair that the Lakers ended up falling the way they did all the way down versus being a, they probably would have been anywhere in between that one, two, three, four seed if they were healthy throughout the entire year. But they're not, and this is where they are. I think it's a tall order for Phoenix to beat the Lakers, but I think it would have been even harder for the Jazz to beat the Lakers if Donovan Mitchell's not playing. Now, Donovan Mitchell did practice, and he's expected to play on Sunday when the NBA, the real NBA playoffs begin, which is kind of like March Madness, right? Got all these games going on at the same time, 
on one day on the weekend. It's going to be great. Kind of like a football season, which is just as great. Where you have that, you know, well, Thursday night game. If you got two games, is great. But then, you know, on Sunday, you can get the 1 o'clock. You're watching all these games. And you get the Sunday night game, too. Or, the, excuse me, the 4 o'clock and then the Sunday night game. That's kind of what it's like in the NBA playoffs, too. But in the NFL, it's like every regular season game is on a different level. But I like Golden State losing helps them, I think. Because even if Donovan Mitchell comes back and he's expected to play, you know, there may be some growing pains of working him back into the lineup. It's not going to be easy, him getting his game legs under him. And we obviously see Steph Curry has his game legs under him. And he, in many ways, has been all that Golden State has needed to get back into this playoff hunt. And if Golden State can get a game or two, that's all they need, game one or two. Win one of those in Utah if they beat the Grizzlies. Don't think ahead of the Grizzlies with John Morant and Dylan Brooks, Valanchunas. There's some great talent there too. And Memphis has a shot. They can win this game. I know John Morant wants to put himself on a new stage. He wants to show that he belongs. But this actually, I think, in many ways works better for Golden State. Golden State against a healthy Phoenix Suns team, I think, is a harder win for them with Chris Paul and Devin Booker in the backcourt and DeAndre Ayton in the front court. Cam Johnson can't forget about him. University of Pittsburgh, then he went to North Carolina. Everybody thinks he was just a Tar Heel, but he wasn't. Anyway, I digress. It's going to be fun. Tomorrow night, 9-10. Now tonight is Pacers-Wizards. Now the Pacers-Wizards game, I was pulling my hair out. I thought for sure that the Washington Wizards were going to win that game versus the Boston Celtics. I did, even in Boston. I thought they had the momentum going into their, that game. I wasn't thinking about that maybe they weren't healthy. Pre-game, everybody's all make, making, some making fun, some liking Russell Westbrook's outfit. Oh, he's ready for it. Oh, he's going to show out tonight. He's going to have a big game, got all his leather on. You know, there were some people online making fun of his outfit, and, you know, they were putting the Police Academy video meme. Da, 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 da. If you remember that movie, maybe you don't. But I, I, was, I, I thought it was funny. But I thought also that he was going to show out. The Wizards as a team was building com- were building confidence. There was an aura around them that, you know, people started to say, ooh, are they the dangerous team? Not so much. First half, they were all right. But the way they came out in that third quarter, and the key is, if you remember what I said on Monday, was about the Wizards had to make sure that they didn't get off to a slow start on Tuesday. That was the key. The key was for them not to get off to a slow start in that first quarter and get outscored 
by a ridiculous margin, and they didn't. 27-21 the first quarter. But that third quarter, they got outscored 38-26 to and then 28-20 in the fourth quarter. I didn't understand it. I thought there was like three minutes left to go in the game. And I was really surprised that Beal and, you know, I mean, coach subbed him out. He said, we're going to fight another day. And the thing is, out. it's not just what I think. But watching on Twitter as I'm watching the game, and everybody's like, well, how come we aren't double-teaming Jason Tatum earlier? Why are we taking till the middle of the third, fourth quarter, till we till we start double teaming him? And I felt bad that Beal had to keep guarding him too. I felt like that's probably a tough spot for Beal to be in. But you know that's the game. And they lost one eighteen to one hundred, and now they've got the Indiana Pacers, and the Wizards are favored at minus four. The game is in DC. I hope that is a win for them. That game is tonight at 8-10. They've had some really uh, high-scoring games, to say the least. Now, the Wizards won all three of the games... The last time they lost to Indiana was August 3rd in the preseason. But at the same time, I simply don't want to say that this is a win. Cause I th- one, because I thought it was a win against Boston. But the way that Indiana put a hurting on the Charlotte Hornets, they won 144-117. You want to talk about the Wizards not playing any defense. Man. DeMontis Sabonis. They're going to have to find a way to slow him down, most definitely. But I am excited as well about the NBA playoffs getting started. The first round is rounding into shape now. And the playoff schedule starts on Saturday. I think I said Sunday. But it really starts on Saturday. We've got well, we know we've got Nets, Celtics, Bucks, Heat, Knicks, Hawks, Suns, Lakers, Nuggets, Trailblazers, Clippers, Mavericks. Now, I know you don't want to hear me go through every single team. Philly will be playing either Washington or Indiana, and the Jazz will be playing Golden State or Memphis. Now, if you look at the series lines, the series winner, winners, Lakers are favored to beat the Suns, 
Trailblazers are favorite or tied at minus 110 against the Nuggets. The Hawks are favorite to beat the Knicks. The Bucks are favorite to beat the Heat. Clippers over Mavericks and Nets over Celtics. I don't know. I can't. There's, there isn't one thing that I can disagree with. I think it's going to be tough for the Heat to beat the Bucks. That's the one where, like, I don't know. Nets, Celtics, I feel like I know. Nets, no, they're moving on. No matter whether it's Washington or Indiana, Philly's moving on. Knicks, Hawks, to me, that's up in the air. The Hawks are the younger, flashier team, faster-paced team, but that Knicks defense and the Knicks have home court advantage. The Hawks are favored, but man, I like the Knicks. I like the Knicks in this series. If nothing else, because they're at home, It may not be a big factor, but Cam Reddish may miss the first round. Trey Young may be the flashy point guard, but in many ways, maybe, you know, Derrick Rose got a little something in the tank. He's got a little something in the tank. I picked the Knicks in six. I picked the Bucks in seven. The Nets in six, and the Sixers in six. Now, when I go to Western Conference, I'm going to start at the bottom. Clippers, Mavericks. I don't, I don't think that the Mavericks have a shot, but there are also a lot of games that I watch that of the Clippers games where I'm just like, are you sure this is the same Clippers team that we thought would win the championship? I mean, Clippers, Mavericks in the bubble was exciting. But I I don't see the Mavericks having enough. I just don't think the Mavericks have enough. If if we get to see playoff P this time with Kawhi Leonard, Serge Ibaka, Nicholas Batum, Marcus Morris, Reggie Jackson, and DeMarcus Cousins. I didn't say his name already. I mean, probably not fair to say on paper they're the better team, but, you know, Josh Richardson and Tim Hardaway Jr. are going to have to play out of their mind. We know what we're going to get out of Luka. We don't know. I don't know what we're going to get out of Kristaps Porzingis, but we should know. Dorian Finney-Smith, I mean, I think in reality, if the Mavericks are to win this game, this series, they definitely are going to need to find a way 
to get off to a hot start, win one of the first two games. Maybe they go back home. Maybe they can do it. But I don't know. I think that the Clippers are out to prove that last year was uh, a fluke. You know, it was the first year together. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. Nuggets Trailblazers. So the fact that it's even at minus 110 is not a good thing in my mind. Not just for the Denver Nuggets. I know they're missing Jamal Murray. That's You know, they're not the same team. But the they have... I think the absence of Jamal Murray is going to hurt them more than the people who are voting for Nikola Jokic to as the MVP this year. I've pretty much accepted the fact that, okay, this is what it is. Jokic is going to be the MVP. But last year, the seven-game series in the Western Conference semifinals between the Nuggets and Trailblazers was one of the better series ever. But I think that both teams have depth. What both teams don't have that Portland has is just to be just cold, just straight up cold from three-point range. That's the thing for me. If Portland's defense can find a way to shut down Nikola Jokic, I think it's still going to be a six or seven game series. But I could see Portland winning this. I can. It. I think there, it's an even matchup. It's a very even matchup. And in many ways, because there's no Jamal Murray. It's unfortunate, but that's a big part of it for me. When I look at the Denver Nuggets and I think about, you know, um, can Aaron Gordon play like an all-star? Will JaVale McGee be a good backup for Jokic? Is this going to be a breakout second season for Michael Porter Jr.? Remember last year in the playoffs, he didn't like how many touches he was getting. He wanted more touches. He needed more touches. So we'll see what Mike Malone can do with this Nuggets team this year. But if they lose, don't hold your head too low, Denver, because I think that realistically not having Jamal Murray was a big part of that. Now, Phoenix Suns Lakers. Lakers are favorite. They're favorite. And unless LeBron James and Anthony Davis get another injury, I feel bad for Phoenix, but I think the Lakers are going to get this series. I guess I technically didn't feel like I gave my prediction for the Nuggets Trailblazers. I am saying Trailblazers in six. I'm also saying Lakers in six over the Suns. I think that Phoenix has had a great season. 
and just has one of the worst lucks of the draw. That's what it is. And, and it's truly unfortunate because the Suns deserve to not have their first opponent be the Lakers. The Lakers didn't look great last night, but they look like they can beat the Suns. And there's a reason why Vegas has them favored. Because they can beat the Suns. Lakers in six for me. Jazz, Golden State, Memphis. If the Jazz get Golden State and Donovan Mitchell is not 100% healthy, and especially if he doesn't end up playing, I'm taking Golden State. The Jazz without a healthy Donovan Mitchell, even with the way that Jordan Clarkson has been playing, Rudy Gobert, Mike Conley. I do not have the Jazz. As Tribe Called Quest would say, we got the Jazz, we got the Jazz. Well, I got the Warriors. I got the Warriors. Now, if it's Memphis... I think the series is a little more even. I feel like when you think about the Memphis roster and them being in the playoffs for the first time, they are definitely going to have a mentality of, we never been here before, so we don't care. We're just out to play. And depending on how well they can play, This team goes as John Morant goes. That's how it goes. That's how it is. I mean, come on. This is just... What are we doing here? I mean, everybody wants to see John Morant. I do like Donovan Mitchell, too. But I think that, you know, John, John Morant just has a little more moxie to him. A little more excitement. And... Is that, I mean, I don't know if that's fair to say it to that Donovan Mitchell isn't as exciting because he is, but with Dylan Brooks, Jonas Valanciunas, and John Morant, three players that can give you 20-plus points a night. And if the rest of the supporting cast can show up, I think they do have a shot against Utah. I do. But I think Utah can still find a way to get it done. I do. I do. And, and in many ways, I guess I, I w- it would be unfair to say that, that, that they don't have enough to beat Golden State. I, I, I wonder if I'm buying too much into the hype of Golden State, of Steph Curry, I mean, you never know what you're going to get. You know, they are missing Kelly Oubre, although I don't want to act as if that is the... And, and, and James Wiseman, too. But with Boyan Bogdanovich, former Washington Wizard, Jordan Clarkson as sixth man of the year, Rudy Gobert, defensive player of the year, 
They still got Derek Favors. Joe Ingles can hit it from deep. Royce O'Neal, he can hit it from deep too. They got a solid squad. And if Donovan Mitchell's healthy, if he's healthy, I don't want to diss the number one seed too much. They're the number one seed for a reason. It's all about what Donovan Mitchell can do. It's all about what he can do. All right, that'll do it for Just for Sport. Speaking of what someone can do, I can end the show here and say I'm done. I'm looking forward to watching the NBA playoffs. I hope you are too. Maybe you're in the golf. You're going to be watching that PGA Championship down in South Carolina. Should be fun as well. Enjoy a weekend of basketball. I know I will. Ciao for now.